Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hello everyone, welcome to Braveheart Conversations. This is Jillian Landis, and I am here today with my co-host, Marie Wallace. Good morning, good morning. And we are going to be talking today about masculine and feminine energy. I'm so pumped about this. This is one of yes. my favorite topics. But specifically, we're going to be talking about the balance between freedom and love or freedom and commitment. Um, there's a really juicy balance that we get to have. And often these polarities can feel like a conflict. And it's really striking this beautiful balance where we find... Um, where we, we find this really beautiful um, complement of mm -hmm. masculine and feminine energy and the way that they are meant to be together and intertwine together. So I have a poem that I absolutely love and I want to share with you as we begin this conversation. So this poem is by Mariella um, Joliska. Yeah. And this is what it says. He is absolute freedom, and she is absolute love. Love found herself rejected by freedom, and freedom found himself imprisoned by love. And love without freedom is attachment, and freedom without love is escape. They turned away from each other, both searching for enlightenment outside their own shadow and pain. And both love and freedom felt lonely, and they didn't feel received. Because love is nothing without freedom, and freedom is nowhere without love. But love needs to dive deep on her own, and freedom needs to show up for himself, to remember the truth of who they are and connect to their own sacred source. And instead of falling apart, they are falling together in unity. Mm, that is yummy. Yeah, I really, really love um, just that, that beautiful um, picture mm -hmm. of both. There's the shadow side of where these, these two conflict, where, you know, the commitment feels like a trap, mm -hmm. right? Love can feel like, oh, like ownership or possessiveness like that. That can get really icky and enmeshed. I want all your time. Jealousy. I want all yeah. your space. I want all your attention, right? That's the icky side yes. of love. And we've probably Jealousy. all experienced yeah. that. Yeah. And then there's this freedom side, which that can also be its own unattached you know, unattached lighting. not there's no um intimacy there there's no belonging it can feel no very security. empty mm -hmm. yeah or like what was mentioned in that poem escape mm -hmm. yeah. escape was a perfect word it, totally perfect freedom can be escape in its shadow and um but then there's this beautiful side of how these two come together where there is both freedom and commitment that coexist this is my favorite line, but love needs to dive deep on her own and freedom needs to show up for himself. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We get to give ourselves those gifts first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that feminine energy is that commitment side that, mm -hmm. that wants that safety, wants that security. And the masculine is that freedom that really, um, wants to be able to adventure and be free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and don't forget that we have masculine and feminine inside of us because yes. some people miss have that misconception. It's totally one way or totally another. We have varying degrees inside of us. So this is balance within ourselves as well. And I'm really glad that you brought that up. We are not talking maleness and femaleness yes. here. <laughs> Two very different things. So we all have a balance of masculine and feminine energy, and we all have a different um, dominant energy. And that has nothing to do with your gender. So nothing. in some things, I'm very dominant masculine. Mm -hmm. And um, I have no desire or intention to change that. That's how I'm made. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And um, and there's lots of females that I know who are um, dominant in masculine energy, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know lots of men who are dominant in feminine energy. Nothing wrong with that. No. So, um, and we get to also acknowledge the balance in inside of us, and or imbalance <laughs> or imbalance. Yeah. So. Um, I'd love to kind of dive into like, a little bit of this masculine and feminine energy balance. So, um, I like to, I like to, um, share these energies kind of in a sense where they have a, a role attached to them so that you can imagine this easier. So if you can imagine a spectrum of four different roles or four different identities. And so you have the, on the feminine side, this beautiful, um, essence of the feminine, which I call the goddess. Yes. Right? And she is creative and she's all about relationships. She loves connecting, not just with people, but with nature and with spirit. Beauty. Um, she's very connecting. She's very, uh, connected to everything around her. Um, she is in flow. She is spontaneous and playful. Um, that is, that's her vibe. Mm -hmm. And then you have like the essence of the masculine and this is who I call the warrior. And he is very, um, self-assertive. He has mm -hmm. great self-worth. He's so super confident. Um, grounded, very grounded. Yeah. He's, uh, he's solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And he's structured and he's organized. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's the, the, the lightness of the masculine and feminine. So back to these roles that we have. So the goddess, if you were to take her energy and remove the warrior or make the warrior very small, what happens then is she will shift into the shadow side of the feminine, which I call the victim. And the victim... Um, is someone who is easily taken advantage of. She's resentful. Mm -hmm. She feels taken advantage of, right? She's gullible and easily manipulated. And um, she's passive. She doesn't use mm -hmm. her voice. Um, and she's tired. Always. <laughs> exhausted. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the victim identity. Now on the flip side, if you have this warrior and he does not have this goddess energy, it's very small and it's not lit up, he will go into his shadow and his shadow is the villain. Mm -hmm. And the villain takes advantage of everyone else. True. The villain walks all over everyone and he's very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And he has a big ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
He's like a bull in a china shop. <laughs> I was going to say he's in pain, and so therefore he inflicts pain. He inflicts pain. He's loud. He's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. So those are these four um, roles. So if you were to look from left to right, it would be victim, goddess, warrior, villain. And what happens is we have all four of these inside of us. We have access to all of these things. And... What happens is the shadow will always attract the shadow of the other. So the victim will always attract the villain mm -hmm. and the goddess will always attract the warrior. So this happens internally and this happens so if, externally if too. <laughs> I'm in a dominant victim energy, I'll attract a villain. Always, always, always. It's just a rule. You're matching that vibration. Yeah. So here's the thing. So the warrior energy is the doing. It's the action. Right? And the goddess energy is the being. Mm -hmm. It's who you are. And the warrior, um, the whole reason for the warrior's doing is the goddess. So the goddess is the why for the warrior's doing. So internally how this works is if I have a strong sense of who I am and my passion and my purpose on this planet, that's what that is goddess. Mm -hmm. So then I have a why for my doing, for my action. And I have a, a target. I have a focus to channel that energy of my warrior. Then it's not escape. It's intentional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's this beautiful blend. So my responsibility is to both light up my goddess and my warrior because my warrior is the protection and provision for my goddess. Mm -hmm. It holds the space for the goddess to shine. Otherwise, what happens is that goddess energy, if she is not protected and provided for, she doesn't have the resources to be who she is, she'll fall into um, victim. Mm -hmm. Because she has to be small. Because she doesn't have anyone protecting her, providing for her. And so, um, as individuals, what we get to do is we get to recognize where we're at on this spectrum where tends to be our dominant place and then do I need to really light up my goddess is that where I'm at am I in the shadow of the masculine or am I really in the shadow of the feminine and I really need to light up my warrior you know do I need to use my voice more and this is this is where I work a lot you know my clients as well as myself my journey has been you know my warrior was very small mm -hmm. and it was time to really grow that warrior energy and to get a voice and to be um, more confident and to grow that self-worth. So you can share your gifts. Yeah. The so, goddess gifts. So that, yeah, so that my goddess could could shine. And um, and that's where I find most of my clients are too, is like this goddess really wants to be there, right? She's compassionate and she's empathetic and she's so good at connecting with people. And she wants, she wants to shine. Um, she wants to be alive. And um, so often we're so scared of lighting up that warrior because it feels selfish and it feels like all these things that mm -hmm. we're not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, but that is exactly what we must do in order for our goddess to be alive and well. So <clears throat> that's this, in a nutshell, um, this beautiful dance of the masculine and the feminine. And I Looking for balance. <laughs> yeah, and so I'd love to just talk more about um, this balance between the freedom and the commitment because this comes up a lot in relationships. <clears throat> um, commitment can be more of like this obligation, right? Yes. 
and this loyalty. I have to. Mm -hmm. And so if I get to. Mm -hmm. um, and it can feel really stifling to this freedom mm -hmm. aspect. And generally this comes out in one person or the other. Like one person is more commitment oriented and one person is more freedom oriented. What I would like for people to see is internally how um, even if you are the one that is like super commitment oriented, you still have this piece of you that really wants to be free mm -hmm. and vice versa. If you are this freedom person, you know, and you struggle with making a commitment, there's a piece of you that still really wants that security mm -hmm. and that attachment and that belonging that you get in a commitment. Unleashed. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's this both and it's not just one person or the other. It's internally. There's this beautiful balance that's super important, and we we long for both sides. So I'm talking a ton. So Marie, <laughs> no, no, you're doing great. I love it. I'm just listening. <laughs> All your genius is pouring forth. <laughs> I would love to hear more about what you've experienced with masculine, and feminine, and like this whole idea of <clears throat> this dance that happens between freedom and commitment, mm -hmm. and like even. Maybe maybe it's with Joe, but maybe it's even people that you've dated in the past and mm -hmm. realizing like sometimes we get to realize <clears throat> that people are not in a space yet where they've come to this balance because I find that it's important to find individuals who have struck this balance, who honor and value both mm -hmm. freedom and commitment because <clears throat> you can find people who are all into commitment yes and you are gonna feel super trapped <laughs> super trapped super trapped yes. or you're gonna find somebody <clears throat> who's really into freedom and you're always gonna struggle with knowing if you're safe with them well it can even happen <clears throat> within us feeling super trapped right because I grew up feeling very committed yeah because that was a high value inside of me mm -hmm. and so freedom was always suppressed had an authoritarian father and and so you know you do as I say not as I do kind of thing and so you feel trapped within yourself because inside you can feel the goddess wanting to come out yeah she's ready she wants to break free she has all these ideas and dreams and plans and and things she wants to share with the world but this commitment sometimes is suppressing and it, it holds her back and so inside that struggle can happen as well yes and and quite often and she does the commitment side doesn't i mean i feel i'm, I'm more balanced now and the goddess does get to reign pretty cool <laughs> cool but um as far as relationships the goddess can feel when something there's an energy in that other person that feels like it's pulling her back yeah right and um, our wonderful friend Rafael Lopez he talks about the the masculine being the grounding while the balloon the woman is the balloon that's floating around doing her thing mm -hmm. right and so not it there is a balance of that commitment also being the grounding force so that she can fly yeah and and be all who she <clears throat> is but still be grounded and balanced and and committed. Yes. It's both and. It's both. You can and. have both. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I find I am most happy when I get to operate in a space of like, I can go out and be super free. Like I'm, I'm trusted, mm -hmm. right? I'm trusted to be with any people that I feel inspired to be with. I'm trusted to go and shine and kick ass, mm -hmm. right? And it's not comp like, I'm not competing with, um, whoever that partner is or that Usually friend. Usually I'm competing with myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't feel like limited in any way. I do not feel hindered. But I also, this is also really key, I feel security is waiting for me at home. Mm -hmm. Right? It's beautiful feeling. Yeah, that there's trust that goes both ways. Like there's this beautiful freedom to go do and be and expand as, as far and fast and you know, big as you can possibly be, there's the freedom for that, mm -hmm. but there's always home. And there's not an intimidation, right? That like I've, I've, I've experienced where if I'm too much in my freedom, that someone else feels insecure about that or yeah. someone else feels small by that. And that's the beauty of having that, you know, balance. Like Joe at home, he's like, go girl, you just yes. be all you want to be. And and like you said, now I can come home and go, oh, I still belong. I still belong. I'm still here and I, I still have this. And when you get to have freedom and love at the same time, it is a it's beautiful divine. experience. It's divine. It's a divine appointment and you feel um, blessed in your body. You feel blessed in your soul like I I get to have it all mm -hmm. it's it's an amazing feeling I offer that also to my partner in this particular scenario because he he's allowed to express and explore things and be who he is and um, but and grounded and, and he loves you know his organized fancy way but it's accepting too and and then he can go, oh, okay. And I, and he can embrace his feminine side and not feel judged or not accepted because that the world has a way of kind of kicking you in the pants sometimes yes. on some things like that. But it, it's a beautiful feeling to feel that balance and mm -hmm. feel that you can go out there and be all who you are. And it doesn't mean that, you know, the shadow side doesn't pop up sometimes and go, who do you think you are being all that? Because that pops up too. Yep, yep. <laughs> Calm it down. Don't be all that. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, so as we're kind of working through this as individuals, notice what comes up for you. Mm -hmm. You know, notice, um, I think for for women, a lot in it, well, I guess it can be, it, who knows, it could be way more equal than I'm imagining, but um I think my perception is that women often are the ones like, you know, I you belong to me, you know, oh, being yeah. kind of, and I guess, no, it wouldn't really be, um, like either sex would be um, guilty of that, but like this fear that comes up, do you fear when your partner is out doing something and they're not with you? Mm -hmm. It's this acceptance of the separate. Exactly. Not only acceptance, but like celebration mm -hmm. of the separate you know um i love that when they're with me but i also love when they're out there shining on their own it's this idea of when you're you know watching someone operate in their passion mm -hmm. you know they're on stage speaking or they're you know performing this sport and they're kicking ass yeah. or 
Um, like that's hot. Watching <laughs> anyone be all who they are is yeah. pretty cool. It's, it's amazing. It's a celebration thing. And that doesn't have to be a group thing. That no. does not have to be a partnership. No. Um, I think it's amazing to watch someone operating in their own identity. And <clears throat> that's what we gain from, from giving freedom, from acknowledging freedom. Mm -hmm. um, and then the opposite, too, is what, what comes up for you when someone does want to make things you know, serious, when someone wants to form an attachment, when someone mm -hmm. wants to say, I'd like to have commitment, you know, mm -hmm. I would like, um, I would like exclusiveness. Like, does that bring up fear for you? Because mm -hmm. these are the two opposites, right? Um, so we get to see where that weakness is, where that insecurity is. Um, and, uh, I think today, because I've had the life experience to see the consequences of either of those. Sure. Um, like, they're, they're both really valuable to me. Like, I don't want to be hindered nope. <laughs> at all. Like, don't put shackles on me. Yeah. But I also really, really value commitment. Mm -hmm. um, I really value, and there's such a safety in that um, when someone's able to wholeheartedly and not hold back at all, but to say, yes, like, I'm, I want you and only you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, those pair together. They pair well. And then you can feel that freedom of just unleashing all of you without feeling that you're going to lose a relationship, right? Yeah. So um, this will sound funny, but Joe's like, you can make more money than me? I don't care. Go, go, <laughs> go do that. Or because there's some, some, you know, societal things about that. You can, you can do all these things and just know I'll still be here at home when, when you're ready. And I, I think that sometimes society puts these values on, well, you know, even still that women shouldn't make more money than men and, mm -hmm. and how secure he must <coughs> feel in himself to be able to allow me to do, I mean, I don't care if he makes more money than me either, right? Both and. Yes. Yeah. Just free to be, to explore, discover, be all who you are, yeah. and not feel that someone's trying to hold you down, mm -hmm. to belong to them, to, yeah, it's, it feels like squeezing things out of you. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I think, you know, this brings up for me a little bit of um, another shadow element, which would be like enmeshment. Yes. So when... Like, the only thing I ever want to do is with you. Yes. That's an addictive <laughs> um, problem. Yeah, and it's super common. So it's really important to have, like, a lot of different resources. Mm -hmm. Like, I have so many different mentors. I have coaches. I have friends. Mm -hmm. I have groups. I have people Interest that... Interest and activities, yeah, hobbies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so when your partner becomes like your only source of everything mm -hmm. for entertainment, for, um, coaching, for, <laughs> you know, for your flag, flag, <laughs> yes, for, um, uh, feedback for like everything, like that's, that's a massive red flag. Um, it's so important to have so many different veins to meet all of those needs. Um, cause one partner really if you're honest with yourself, cannot meet all your needs. No. I think that's a misconception that if 
if they're my partner, they're going to meet all my needs. Yeah. It's just a very big misconception. Well, that's a big myth that's been perpetuated in our culture, you know, by Disney movies. But, sure. You know, it's, yeah. It's the romance, right? Yeah. It's, it's this picture of romance that we have where it's like, you're my world, you're my everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big responsibility sure for the other that. person too. yeah it really is it's super unhealthy and it will super crash healthy. and burn so fast it will make your head spin i promise definitely <laughs> um so well, i think it's really nice um in our relationships that we um both have different things that we enjoy that bring us joy that bring us so that it's not so entangled it, it's it's an I think it's a relief to the other person that you have other sources of filling your cup. Mm-hmm. That oh yeah, oh yeah, it's such a burden to think. Well, and what often happens is it's not just you know I'm I'm trying to meet my partner's needs. What happens is the idea, the perception is that. I'm going to make you happy, now you make me mm -hmm. happy. And what always ends up happening, and I've watched this for years, is um, so I'm not capable of making you happy. Nope. I'm only capable of making me happy. Like, that's my responsibility. But if I act as if I can make you happy, you're going to start to believe that I'm responsible for making you happy. Yep. And then you're going to you be pissed off. Yep. You're going to be pissed <laughs> off at me. For not making you happy because I've told you I'm going to make you happy and you totally you have your bought promise. In. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I can be bending over backwards trying to make you happy and you're still not happy. And so I'm frustrated and you're pissed off. And that's, I, I watched this dynamic over and over Me and I, I did this early on. And um, so it's only in knowing, you know, I get to show up happy. Mm -hmm. That's my responsibility is I get to show up happy. And, and two people showing up happy? Yeah, that's, that's magic. Yeah, because positive plus positive equals positive. It's magic. <laughs> it is magic. Yeah. Well, which goes to the old adage, you complete me. I hate that statement. There is no such thing as someone completing you. Just so you guys know, I saw it in a movie last night. I'm like, no, that is not true. You, you are already complete. <laughs> you compliment me. That's a better feeling. Even energetically, if you say, oh, you compliment me, that's just... Yeah, it's a lot more yummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's important that um, to be in a space where I don't need this relationship. I'm perfectly okay on my own yeah. two feet, but I really want it. Yes. Right? There's a such different. a difference. Mm -hmm. I don't need this, but I so want it. I know. I remember Joe telling his brother, his brother's like, uh, he goes, Marie doesn't need me. And he goes, what? And he... He was fumbling around with that because he didn't understand the concept. She's perfectly fine on her own. Does she want me in her life? And yes, that's way different than needing me in her life. And, mm -hmm. and it's a it's a yummier place to be. So, yeah, so much. It feels so much better. So much lighter. So much lighter. Yeah, that's it. Lighter. Yeah, so much lighter. Um, <clears throat> and I just think, like, honoring this whole idea of trying to make somebody else happy or being everything that they need, it hinders, it what's the word I'm looking for? Hinders. It hinders, yes. Um, this whole freedom mm -hmm. concept. You know, that's, that's where this is um, really beating up that masculine uh, value of freedom. Mm -hmm. So it feels really 
um, heavy and suffocating when you're so enmeshed that you're taking on all of each other's needs and suppressing yeah it's this freedom element that is not being honored so recognize that that in order to honor this freedom um, value that we all hold it's this masculine freedom need desire um, <clears throat> we we get to um, we get to look for other resources to meet our needs mm -hmm. and resources that honor our happiness outside mm -hmm. of our partner outside of our friendships or whoever you know you've become enmeshed with you get to level up in meeting these needs in a variety of other sources so that you can allow that relationship to thrive in freedom mm -hmm. i want to just touch on the honor because i thought that's the word that came up for me and then you said it and i just got all tickled about <laughs> it because honor is is also honoring that person and all of them yes their masculine and feminine as well as honoring my masculine and feminine and when we honor each other to be completely and wholly who they are um there's freedom and we get the both end again. Yeah. And so I, I love that word honor because it's a really beautiful way to explain what's happening in this dance that you were talking about. When I'm honoring this other person, doesn't mean I like it because there's sometimes we may not like it, but honoring brings so much more beauty and it it's the payoff is so much better yes. than any uncomfortableness or sometimes it gets squishy and a little uncomfortable yes. but the the end result is so worth it so if you find yourself tangled up and going well I don't really like that mm -hmm. just give it some time and give it some <clears throat> practice because sometimes it's a practice and then just see what unfolds it's it's very beautiful to see yeah I use the word honor a lot a lot me it's, too. it's a huge word for me um, so honoring um, yeah, honoring freedom, honoring commitment. Um, also, it's a great reframe for me when people say stuff like, well, you know, people get hung up on selfish. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't be selfish. But if you reframe it as, you know, what's honoring to you and what's honoring to the other person, that's really the value, mm -hmm. right? It is a value. Um, and, and so if you get hung up on that word selfish, you know, really reframe that into you know, what's honoring what's mm -hmm. honoring for me and what's honoring for me is honoring for everyone that gets exactly. to be the truth um so i like that one what's honoring for me honors everyone else yes is that what you said yep what's honoring for me is honoring for everyone else i agree with that mm -hmm. yeah it's truth and um well it feels true like it feels authentic Mm -hmm. very authentic it is it's well we often think that when we're being honest and I'm totally diving <laughs> off track here but we think that when we're being honest that we're we're hurting other people and that it's selfish yeah when actually the exact opposite is true when I'm honest with people it may hurt and it may be disappointing but it's actually way more dishonoring to be inauthentic and dishonest and allow something to limp along it's not fair to the other person or to me, yeah. right? No matter what the scenario is, there's so many different scenarios, but um, it's when I'm honest 
even when that it, it takes so much courage because you yes. know that you're you're gonna disappoint someone or hurt mm -hmm. someone's feelings or whatever but um and you can speak that in love it doesn't have to be done in I meanness. think that's the difference is speaking it in love allows it to be um, more okay mm-hmm so because then they know that we're doing it in integrity and then they know that we are honoring ourselves and you can't really argue with that no and you can even tie this back into what we're talking about with freedom and commitment you know you may have some awareness now where perhaps your partner is smothering you or you're smothering your partner or maybe you're operating in freedom without commitment and you haven't committed to someone and you really have um n you know not honored that space so <clears throat> this may bring up sometimes for you to have some conversations yes. right where you get to say things like you know it's not honoring for me to just be enmeshed with you mm -hmm. and i i want to honor our separateness and I'm going to do that by having these friends or I'm going to have these activities that are separate from you. Um, so, you know, that's just one example. But um, you may you may find yourself wanting to have some of these conversations to bring some more honor into your relationships regarding freedom and commitment. Um, so instead of it feeling selfish to say, man, I'm going to go live my own life. Um, and not be so enmeshed with you, it is this idea of honoring. And, mm -hmm. yes, I get to look at the fact that it's not just honoring for me. Like, it's honoring for our relationship. It's honoring for you. Because it's not fair, in that particular example, if sure. I'm super enmeshed, it's not, they are not living their best self. I'm not living in my best self if I am um, holding not... Holding them back. Yeah. Hold, <laughs> yes, it's holding them back, and it's also, like, you've you have... Um, become so focused inward on your relationship that you're not experiencing life outside yeah. of your partner, which is, it is holding them back. And it is um, a life experience that's not very fulfilling. And it's, um, it's not impacting the world. We're here. Our purpose mm -hmm. is to grow and expand and to impact. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if we're not having an impact. It's also holding ourselves small, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I made this my world and, and you know, I'm only impacting. And I'm not saying that that's a, a bad thing. So please know there's not a judgment on that. But if I'm here to impact the world, it's so much bigger than this. Yeah. And this is where, like, I often will reframe with clients, what is the purpose of a relationship? Exactly. So the purpose of a relationship is to propel each other forward. You know, mm -hmm. it's a support in your life purpose. That's what relationships it is. are. So if it's become something else where it's constantly a fight, it's constantly holding you back, it's constantly, like, hindering you from being, you know, expanding and growing, mm, we get to go back and reorient to what is the purpose of a relationship mm -hmm. if I'm not honoring that purpose of a relationship we don't get to question other things we question the relationship mm -hmm. right and it doesn't mean like we have to leave that relationship nope. we've talked about that in previous podcasts is it doesn't mean you have to leave that relationship and again you have to figure out where the energy is and how how that's impacting you it is just, you know, take inventory. Yeah. How How is this 
impacting me? Is this something that I am able to do? Because in most cases, you probably can. You just need to shift something in yourself. Right. Well, just like we just talked about, maybe it's having the awareness of like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not honoring freedom in my relationship. I get to shift that, and maybe that changes the whole game. Mm-hmm. And maybe that changes this whole enmeshment pattern in your relationship. And I've seen that great. in relationships. Yeah. So and it's surprising to them, they they thought it was this big, awful, terrible. They were on their way to divorce, mm-hmm. and that one little shift made a huge difference. Right. So right. So it really it can be small shifts, or sometimes you do come to the realization mm-hmm. that your relationship is just not honoring. And, um, and, and it's not serving its purpose mm-hmm. of upholding two people and propelling them forward um, in their life purpose and impact. And we've talked about this too. It may be the season of that relationship. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Many things are seasonal and that is okay. There, the taboo about divorce gets to go away. Yes. You know, uncoupling is, is okay. It is a natural season for many people. Okay. <laughs> Yay! We talked a, a lot about a lot of things in this episode. Um, I this is one of my favorite topics: masculine and feminine mm-hmm. energy. Of course, I'm a relationship coach, so yes. kind of lights me up. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but um, anyway, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you guys were all able to glean yeah. something of value. We'd love to hear your questions and comments and concerns or how this has impacted you or you know how you would like to see your relationships expand from here. And if you have any questions or want of, of guidance, we'd love to be there for you. Um, you can email me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or you can contact Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. We would love any kind of feedback from you or questions or, yeah, it's, we're better together. Definitely. We want to hear your stories and, and your experiences. So yeah, you can, um, hear us every week, uh, Thursdays Thursdays. and we would love for you to join us next week. I hope you have a great day. Yes. Enjoy. We love you all. Yes. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Step into choice like you never been before. Would you just